It is Progret Racing. It's show us your tips, and it is Blue Diamond Day, cracking day of autumn racing in Melbourne, and a pretty good card in Sydney as well, uh, albeit a wet one. Uh, fingers crossed it's on Beaver. Had last weekend treat. It's been a while. Uh, apologies to anyone looking for the midweek show this week. We just held off with Gosford being abandoned early, but we will be back to two shows a week at some point. But Beaver, how was last weekend? Any takeaways? Feels like a long time ago. Yes. I had a whole lot of uh, stuff planned for last week, and uh, you've, you've caught me on the hop here, mate. But um, Nature Strip, geez, pretty unlucky. Yeah. Um, it was a massive run. Uh, the winner, the winner stuck on well, but uh, yeah, uh, out of the barriers, you thought Nature Strip couldn't run. Recording in and, progress. Uh, at the last fifty, you thought it was going to get up. Yeah, it was um, a t- um, tough watch uh, because I had a substantial bet on it. Um, also, didn't make it any easier. Uh, but a productive day throughout yes. the day. Uh, we both spruiked, forgot you, and I don't think I think we can follow the horse. Obviously, hard to miss yeah, its run. run. Uh, wherever it's yeah, heading it was a very good next. run. Finished yeah. off very nicely. I would be certainly following that. A gentleman, Roy, was very good. Uh, was too good for Tuvalu, um, which was which was very impressive. Um, and corner pocket. Um, yeah, underrated horse. The, we both, we both missed that? it, and um, yeah, good horse. Yeah, it's shown that it is uh, is a quality horse. So well done to it. Um, Garden was very disappointing in the last. Uh, Rose Quartz uh, kicked its brains in. Um, yes. So that was sort of the take out of uh, Melbourne, I think. Yeah, and uh, I can't even remember where we were in Sydney. It was Rose Hill, wasn't it? Um... Yeah, it was a, a, a pretty good, a couple of good wins early. We had uh, Rule of Law continued on its winning way. Um, military Expert was good. I was, uh, mm, I was right there. Work. I stuck with it and it bounced back to form. Um, so that, they, they were both uh, pretty impressive uh, wins, I think. And then, uh, yeah, it sort of tapered off a bit later in the day. It got a little bit harder. Yeah. Uh, interesting day tomorrow. NMO, NMO was outstanding. NMO was very good. Uh, I still think more to come. Uh, I thought, you know, grand final time, I think it has a bit more on Halal than that. But uh, it was good. Yep. And uh, we'll see where it heads next. Uh, I guess we're heading into the real pointy end of the carnival now. Uh, Slipper Carnival's not far away, and then uh, we head to the big Randwick one. So we'll find out pretty soon. Uh, one of the well, the feature day in uh, Melbourne is the Blue Diamond Stakes Day. We've got five group ones on the card across both states to get to. Uh, let's kick off at Caulfield though, where it is dry, and we know we'll be uh, we'll be racing at least. Uh, the rail is in a three metre mark. Caulfield's been great so far, hasn't been any bias in the last few weeks. Uh, uh, happy to kick off with the Zedative Stakes over 1,200 metres, a group three for the three-year-old boys. Uh, generation starts favourite, Beaver, and you sticking here? Yeah, I am sticking here. I think it'll be super hard to beat. It was pretty impressive first up. I'm guessing it probably controls the race here, um, probably take up the lead if not. Um, uh sit on the pace and looks a little bit too good for these. Mars Mission was very good last start and won comfortably at Mini Valley, but was certainly a much weaker race than this and was favoured by the inside draw. I've got a bit of a watch on uh, Mornington Glory. Okay, uh, I knew you were going to say Very that. good first start. Yeah. You knew, yeah. Um, and so obviously keen to see how it resumes. I think it's got a little bit of ability. Um, mm. So I wouldn't would rule it out of running a nice race. 
Yeah, no, I'm kicking off with Generation as well. I, I've liked both. Its last two wins have uh, been pretty tough and impressive, and I think this sets up well for it to, as you said, have control and uh, either lead or lead us back and be very hard to beat. Uh, the mannerism is the Mayor's Group 3 over the 1,400 metres, a small field that we saw probably all uh, beat up a couple of weeks ago. Uh, God bless her. She's gone off to retirement now after doing suspensory. One of my favourite horses the last few years, a, a real warrior. Uh, so all the best to her. Likewise here. Um, so what's left of the field she met, though, is here. And um, look, I... I understand why flying mascots on top. I still feel it's a bit short. Um, probably the one to beat. I thought I came back to Carmelas a little bit, but uh, I've been stung by her before. Last time on a soft on a good track, I should say, beat Buffalo River uh, with Brett Prevalon second up. But um, so I was sort of looking out of interest at her. And Rich Hips is a talented horse, but both might just be in a similar jiggy jog race to last time and find it a bit hard to to reel them in what were you thinking here yeah I, I i tended to agree with you i thought flying mascot was a bit skinny but i still think it's going to be too good for these this this is not the toughest of races that uh you'll find and no probability here and based off that um again probably gets the right run in the race here and looks hardest to beat so I'll stick with the favourite. Um, I think it's the best horse. Race three is the Autumn Classic, uh, another group race for the three-year-olds. Over the 2,000 metres, uh, what have you done here? Yeah, another good race here. A um, couple in the market here. The the, fav- the favourite looks hard to beat from the Waterhouse stable, but I've settled on Mares at the $8 mark. Um, I'm willing to forgive last run at it was three wide and uh, raced ungenerously and sort of pulled. And um, I think the extra trip here suits, uh, if it could settle a bit better, uh, I think can run a big race here and now third up um, out to the 1800 suits and could be hardest to beat. Yeah, cool. I, I've got Castle Ray Kid on top. Uh, I thought it was very brave. I know it's coming from midweek stuff, but just very brave and a bit of a class above. Coming through there, gets a nice run here with Oliver getting uh, getting the lead here. Uh, the one that's over the odds is a top weight lucky decision. Uh, well, top number. A lucky decision, close up to Coast Watch last time. was good, the two starts before that, and you're getting $9 there. So uh, I thought might be the each-way play in the race. Uh, respect what you said about Mares, but um, interesting race. Race four, the 1,400-metre Angus Armanasco Stakes is next. For the girls, um, you found Argentia first up. It's now in gate one. Does that suit? Is it a concern or are you happy there? It is a little bit of a concern, I think. Uh, probably doesn't suit. Look, with the scratching of roots, who would have been coming from Sydney down to, mm. to Melbourne, um, I, I think Argentia now looks probably super hard to beat. Uh, decent rain. Um I'm not so sure. Uh, the major main danger could be uh, Forbidden City, who uh, ran well first up. Yeah, um, look, I've I've got on top. I feel dirty about it because I don't know it's a quiet race, but it might just get a great run here. It just sits, I think it's explosive enough that it can overcome any trouble. Uh, and there's not a lot else here uh, that excites me. I think 
I think yearning's a bit of a myth, that thousand guineas form. Dunno. And um I think Mokalua might be one potentially that might do something at next start. But uh I've got it on top but without a great deal of comfort here. Uh race five might be the, the ugliest Pet Young stakes I can remember in recent memory, over the eighteen hundred metres. This is a an average Saturday race, isn't it? Uh Dressed up as a group two wait for age. Uh, so it's left me with Cascadia on the top just because it's probably going to roll forward under Ollie and lead and um, there's not a lot to chase it here. And I don't know what else to say. Delphi, I can't catch. It did have that one very good win and it's had put in some average runs around it. So a little bit unsure. Uh, what about you? You know, of course I'm mad for me. I thought it was, I thought it was a huge run first up. I thought it just kept finding uh, and finding and I think again um, you know it was very brave it'll be on pace here um, and I just thought its run was was outstanding um, it almost should have won that Earlswood sat on the back of um, the leader yep. and of course my map was outside the leader it hooked off and Else would look like it was going straight past them, but it kept finding something. And I think, I think here it looks super hard to beat. Um, I'm not a big fan of Cascadian um, and Delphi. Well, I think it's got some talent, but resuming here, you probably you'd be backing uh, on speculation. I think also on Mavs, uh, a, a very nice bet. No, cool. I like your clarity there. Uh, the first of the Group 1s is the 1,400 metre Futurity Stakes at Wait for Age, which sees uh, a lot of these come through the um, the Group 1 a couple of weeks ago, which Tefani sort of jiggy-jogged in front and got away with. I Look, I really wanted to find I'm Thunderstruck here, but I thought it was a little bit underwhelming when I watched it back today. Am I getting that wrong? I think you are. You're happy to I stick? Think, I think... Yeah, I am going to stick. Um, you shit-canned Tefane last start. Uh, oh, I'm not tipping Tefane either, so I don't quite know. That's why I'm, I'm sort of playing no. the race. Um, I, do, I don't think it'll um, it'll get it all, all its own way this time in, or I certainly hope it doesn't. Um, you know, up to the 1,400 here. I thought I'm Thunderstruck. That that track, if you go look at every race except Argentia on that day, everything either sat outside the lead, you couldn't lead, sat outside the lead or sat on the, the back of the front two mm-hmm. and zipped home and and won except Argentia on the day. Um, I'm Thunderstruck, was back in the field. It was never really going to get into that race, um, at that quality of race. I thought it stuck to its task. Okay, um, it'll be better improved by that and I'm willing to, to, to stick with it um, based on that. What do you make of Sierra Sue's run then? I thought that was a great uh, run. Caught it, wide and yeah, um, it was a good run as well. And hit the obviously beat at home was in front of it, but um was strong uh-huh. through the line. So that's where I was sort of had a little bit of a feel, but uh, at the ten dollars. Yeah. Uh, so I, I ended up just defaulting to Moanga. The first up yeah. last prep beat very elegant. It fresh here, Jamie Carr and. Um, Hard to go wrong backing the Savabills in these sort of races, but uh, I had it on top from Sierra Sue. Like I said, I thought was uh, a comparative runs at ten dollars. I think for me is a bet, but um, 
you know, when I first picked up the guide to do this, my first thought was uh, like, it's one of those things that I just said, I'm thunderstruck on top, and I might have overthought a little bit, I'll suggest. So, Moanga and Sierra Sue from me, but um, Beaver, you, uh, you're the one in form at the moment, so you're definitely going to argue. Race 7, 1200 metre Blue Diamond Stakes for the two year olds. I think this is a good race. Um, not quite sure what to do with it. I have put Sebenak on top. I really like the debut. like that I was able to ride the pace, and uh, it did that pretty easily there. Um, so happy to have an each-way play with it uh, from uh, Revolutionary Miss, who was a nice enough win there, and um, we'll see a bit of that form in Sydney later on as well. I believe Lofty Strikes in a bit of doubt, and there's a couple of others, but um, yeah, the Spendthrift Colours on top for me. Uh, what have you made of this race? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sticking with Jack and I. I thought it's um, I thought it's run last start was I think short of outstanding. Mm -hmm. um, again, it was on on a similar track as what we talked about. It came from last on the fence um, and was just stuck in. It was stuck in traffic. Uh, when it did get out, and it was only to the last hundred, uh, it it was hitting the line better than anything. Um, I think the gate here it suits. It won't get stuck on the fencing gate ten. It'll get into the running line somewhere. It'll be one off, maybe two off with cover. And I think when they hit the top of the straight here, it will launch and be super hard to beat. And I don't think anything in this race has a bigger finish. So. Um, yeah, Jack, I know for me, I think you're right. Sebenak looks um, like it's got some some talent and I did like the way it was first up. Um, yeah, they're probably the two for me. Very good. I like your clarity there. Uh, the Oakley Plate, the 1,100-metre sprint group one, uh, sees Maribai, short price favourite, unbeaten here. Uh, have you got the same sort of clarity here? Yeah, I do, actually. Again, I can't see any reason why, uh, if you're a Maribu fan, that you would move move away um, tipping in, in this race. Again, drawn gate two, it gets to, to sit wherever it wants to sit here, uh, probably just off the pace. Uh, it'll hook out in the straight and whoosh on by. Uh, probably... Yeah, one of me, one of my horses here, Bella Nipotina's in, so I'll be keen to see how it resumes. This is probably one of the better races it started in. Uh, Oxley Road's going well, but uh, Marabi here, I just can't find a. If I wanted, like, if you're looking to go for something else, it's really hard to pinpoint who you would go for. Like, there's plenty of chances away game, Minage, Wild Ruler, Oxley Road, Bella Nipotina. I think you could back any of them. Um, it's just which one would you back if you weren't back in the favourite? I um, yeah. In terms of which one would I back away from it? I've got a little few only because I'll probably get thirties on the day, uh, and this is only speculating to answer that question first. I've well, I'll answer this first. Marabi's on top, very good horse, been running time, been putting gaps in good fields, and um, the only concern would be if there's too much pace here. There's a lot of pace. Uh, it does. I don't see it in a speed battle. If that were to happen, uh, and it has been able to pull out of it before, if, if that were to happen, uh, yeah, the two I'd be looking at is Bella Nipotina as a swooper and um, ingratiating. Uh, but uh, it would be absolute last chance for ingratiating. Clear air down the outside if they all fell over, similar to the, the year sort of were in one and a few of those ones. But that hasn't happened for a long time now. 
Uh, Marabi, best horse. Best horses seem to have a, a decent enough record here in the last few years. So uh, on top for me, um, those other couple can go in the quaddy maybe with a way game as well. Um, we wrap up the day with the Mornington at Prelude where I've got to find a little bit more clarity uh, getting through these quaddy legs. But Desert Icon bolted in last time. Very impressive. Uh, Thornton sticks, Waller sticks. And uh, I think it'll be very hard to beat in a field with um, very few chases. A lot of these no longer really exist. So a uh, good way to finish a day with the favourite on top. Anything to add there? Yeah, I think you're right. I think this looks like um, a pretty good race for Desert Icon. And uh, it's, in, it's hitting its straps at the right time here. Uh, super hard to beat. It was too good last start. And I expect too good again this start. Very good. Um your Blue Diamond Day Quaddy Beaver. How wide are you going here? Yes. This is uh, going to test me here, aren't you, mate? I can do the best in value while you ever think, if you like. No, no, no. It's all good. Go for it. Uh, I'm going to go numbers in the first leg. Number one, I'm Thunderstruck. Number three, Monga. And number four, Tafane. I think the winner will come from those three. Uh when we get to the Blue Diamond Stakes, I'm going to go number two, Lofty Strike. Number four, Sebenyak. Number six, Jackano. Number 12, Miss Rosiana. And number 15, Walsom By. Yep. Third leg, I'm going to go number one, Wild Ruler. Number four, Bella Nipotina. Number five, Marabi. And number seven, Away Game. Mm-hmm. And what about Minhaj today? I know we're sort of speculating. Nah, I'm going to leave it out. Cool. First up. And to finish the day, I'm going number five, Desert Icon. And number eight, Wycliffe. Fantastic. Uh, for progroupracing.com.au, check them out for their free tips, extensive guides, as well as sign up for their mailing list to get our show in your inbox every Friday morning. Uh, your best and value at Caulfield. My best is race nine, number five, Desert Icon. And my value bet is race number seven, Number six, Jackano. I think you'll get six dollars uh, on mm. the day, if not better. I agree. I think, I think okay. that whole field you get, you can back that field each way. I suspect. Uh, my best on the day is a desert icon as well. So just to give you something different, uh, I'll add generation. It will top and tail uh, the favourites in the first and last. And my value, ooh, I'll make it Sebenak in the diamond uh, around a seven or eight dollar mark. I think can give you a nice each way sight. We head up to Randwick for another day of Group 1 racing there. It is very wet in Sydney. We have copped some rain, so fingers crossed it all it all gets through safely. Uh, we kick off with the highway. Uh, I don't know what the unders and overs is on scratchings for Saturday Beaver, but we might be copping a few. Yeah. The 1,000-metre highway kicks us off here, which I'm happy to skip if you are. Happy to skip, mate. Race two is the midway, 1,100 metres. What are you doing here? At the top weight here, Delexo, is a pretty good bet. 
really happy to take the $4.50 here. It was absolutely certainty beat last start. I just, it was the worst ride ever from J-Mac. Um, got stuck on the fence. It should, it should have won, um, in my, my view. And uh, I'm quite surprised that it's at $4.40 here. Gets the six gate, won't get stuck. Uh, that was on soft going. It's one before on the soft. I think it'll be okay handling the track. Um, yeah, number one, Deluxe on top for me. Yeah, I'm surprised it's not favourite. Uh, on top as well, Keenan, last time you've you've highlighted that quite well. And 440 looks pretty good to me. Uh, I thought the main danger, which is uh, third in the market at the moment, Mayrose has been, was pretty good return. And the cat of the ground probably suits there, but Deluxo might have a march on this. And we have seen those some of these days where it is really heavy at Randwick. It's been tough to. You tend to either get last man standing days where they come really wide, or you get days where it's hard to make ground. So Deluxo might have that march on them here. Race three is a sweet embrace for the two year olds. Uh, I was reading there's every chance that Coolangatta won't be here. Uh, so for now, we'll, we'll tip as if she was. Uh, I'd probably be happy for her to be here because I'd. Probably be happy to bet against her in the wet right now, but uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think that's. I think you could be right there. If they're a bit, bit unsure about it, then uh, maybe it just doesn't handle the going. Look, if you if you're looking horses that'll handle the going and got good form, you've got to be hard to go past um, Lady Laguna. Mm-hmm. Um, should should handle the going. Um, bolted in last time on a on a rain effect track. Uh, extravagant star looks like it handles it as well, but uh, I'm going to go for uh, Lady Laguna here. I've got Laguna on top too. Yeah, that that win two starts back on the heavy, just controlled it, bolted away, and uh, looked to get through it very well. Uh, nice return again behind a, a decent enough horse who ran okay last week, and uh, never really looked going. Trial since as well ticked her over, and she looked good in that as well. Uh, and it's now and Bowman goes on, who's riding well, so. Uh, lots of ticks for me to like Lady Laguna. Uh, interesting one, the only other one I was sort of interested in uh, was Firebird. Uh, no real reason apart from Dad like the wet, so uh, in Rebel Dane, but uh, Lady Laguna on top for me. The Skyline is race four with the two-year-old boys this time. I uh, I struggled in this race. I wasn't quite sure which way to go, and... Uh, Ended up with a man in the mirror on top. Uh, thought the first up win was okay. Trial beat Paris Dior, who had a spruik on it from there. And um, trial since was good. Comes here, but uh, as usual, we'll know more after the race. Did you have any better thoughts? Um, no better thoughts. I had exactly the same thought. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, I went for man in the mirror. I thought it could run well. Um, I've liked what I've seen so far. And as the, you know, if you're looking for danger, El Padrino has got some form on some rain effect going and uh, in decent company. Uh, it's, uh, this could set up okay for it as well. But it's a man in the mirror for me. Uh, the other one that sort of caught my a little bit was Custodian. One trial into this, J-Mac, and, um, yeah, just... Yeah, I, I did like it. I was just, just unsure. Out, well, just about, out of nowhere. Just, I was heavy. like, yeah. I know it was first up on a heavy, but I was like... What's it doing popping up here more than anything? <laughs> was my thought there. Uh, race five, the Liverpool City Cup is next on the card. We see Quantigo returning here, where I don't quite understand why it's 
here at 1300 metres first up uh, after some brilliant sprint wins uh, and on a heavy. Uh, if any, it may not even resume, to be honest. But so it wasn't. I quite, don't think it'll start, mate. So uh, yeah, so I wasn't quite sure what to do with it. As a result, I didn't quite know where to go next. I defaulted to Ellsberg, who goes okay in the wet. Will roll forward and have and be close enough to the pace. Uh, but yeah, outside of wanting to pot Quantico, I wanted to obviously pot Alligator Blood, and I had not much more to say, so I didn't go where to look third. Um, what do you make of it? Well, mate, I've landed on Hillsburg as well. Um, if you have a look at it, it has an unbeaten record fresh, uh, so it's had a bit of a spell bouncing coming back here. It's had two starts on heavy, a win in a second, and three on a soft uh, for two seconds in a third. So should handle the going okay. Um, we know it'll get uh, it'll be on pace. It's pretty much bomb proof. You can you can you can ride it sort of anywhere in that sense. Um, Ellsberg's going to be super hard to beat. Yeah, good. Um, great minds, as they say. The fourteen hundred meter guy Walter is next for the group two for the mares. Uh, ice bath is a bit of the story. Of the rest of this day here, I've. I'm not sure about it in the absolute heavy, but I think it's very hard to beat. I also wasn't quite sure where to go next. Uh, so I've, I've put Promise of Success on top, a nice enough resumption, uh, gets through the wet okay, and uh, has some pretty good stuff against its name because some of the ones at the top of the field I'd, I'm sort of done with. So lightly raced, uh, half-wet tracker that I'm um, happy to back each way in promise success, uh, respecting a favourite. What have you done? Yeah, look, uh, similar here. Ice Bath was, um, I was a bit unsure at the price and in the, in the, in the genuine heavy. Um, and I think at $2.35, I wasn't, I wasn't willing to back it. Um, so I, I went around it on that basis and I come up with promise of success, um, Outside of Ice Bath, who looks to be the, the, you know, the horse that has the best form in this race in better company, um, it's a pretty, pretty, pretty weak race to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Promise of Success was putting away some mediocre fields last year, but resumed against the likes of Snap Dancer, who's a pretty good horse, um, and has some excellent form on the wet going. Here, Promise of Success, um, so I think it might handle the going the best, and uh, it might finish over the top of them. Yeah, again in accord there. Um, we haven't even uh, discussed this, so that's good. Um, we've had a bit of bit of luck when we uh, find these sort of horses uh, when we're a little bit in doubt. Uh, the Group One Chipping Norton Stakes it kicks off the Quaddy. Uh, the Clash again of Think It Over and Very Elegant. What do you make of Very Elegant first up, and is it time now or? Oh, yeah, unsure. Well, it was given no chance first up. They weren't trying. Um, it was out sex in second, third, last, and it was stuck on the fence. And I thought it finished off quite nicely in the run. Think of over, pulled to the outside and was cherry ripe and ready to go. Um, the big shout out here is that I'm not so sure Think It Over wants the Royal Heavy going and we know very elegant and collect do. Um, so based on that, you've you, you got to look to either one of those. Um Who's the better horse? Very elegant for sure, um, and probably doesn't lose too much in regards to being heavy going. So for me, very elegant on top. Colette hardest to beat. 
I've got very elegant on top. I think it's clearly a better horse than Colette. And uh, yeah, you summed up the first up run. I sort of agree. It was it was a buy or a barrier trial. Um, too far back and it gets a better setup here. They're going to like the gate. They'll go forward from there instead and be hard to beat. Thought the horse that uh, I'm going to back for a place, as I always do, is Montefilia. Great prep last time. She's re- she resumed running third by and think it over uh, in the same sort of setup this time last prep. And I think it's a little bit forgotten here at the Twins. Uh, so I think it can run a place and give you sight. And uh, you're right that think it over probably doesn't want to bog, but the horse is flying. Race eight is the surround for the uh, th- now three-year-olds. Uh, they were probably three-year-olds last spring, to be honest. Um, where I'm surprised that Fangirl is still not favourite. I know it's coming off the SP, but I'm happy. I like the winner, Fangirl. Happy to stick with it. I like Boom going on. I think it's going to get, by this time, be able to get clear air down the middle of the track. And uh, the Sebrings go right in the wet. So sticking here... Um, was almost all on as I thought over Espiona. So, uh, am I reading that wrong? Oh, I thought I thought Fangirl had to sit on its back the whole time, and Espiona was a bit bit keen and uh, was wide the whole way. I, th- I thought a little bit arrogant, probably, Espiona. Yeah, I think I think that's right. I, although I just think it got stuck through wide and couldn't get in, um, and it just took a bit of zip out of out of its legs uh, for that that sprint. Um, Again, it's drawn wide in 13, but Fangirl's got 16. Um, but there'll probably be a few scratching in this now, so you'll probably find Espiona starts in sort of that 9 or 10 gate. Uh, that'll really suit. Uh, you'll probably get a bit better price on the day. I think they'll be a little bit closer in the market. But I'm going to stick with Espiona um, just in front of Fangirl. Another great race. Excellent. Race 9 is a benchmark 88. With all of our la- all of our uh, old favourites here, uh, are you giving Yee Yee chance number four? No. You're done? No. <laughs> you killed it. Done. It's gone. Uh, you know, no I, chance. Can't I put wait. on top is a um, little line finder, Arctic Thunder, likes the wet, uh, likes to stick her head out and beat uh, a few of these last time and double figure odds. So on top for me, uh, under Jason Colt, who does like riding on the wet tracks as well. Uh, and because I just penned everything attached to Yee So that was the thinking there. Uh, and what do you do with the... Oh, give us your tips first of all. What do you do with the other Ascot import here uh, with J-Mac on Chalkstream? Yeah, no. Um, I, look, I thought Outlandis was pretty good last start. It was pretty good. Uh, I controlled the race in front and really never looked like getting beat. Um, they just took it to the field and... Uh, it went well. Again, hasn't never been tried on the heavy, but has one on the soft going. Uh, back back from 2,400 to 2,000 is probably the main concern for me, but um, I'm willing to stick with it. And I've, I've put through Irish eyes as the main danger. I did tip it first up. I th- think it worked home okay. I think this horse has a, will continue to improve. Um, had some good form in Melbourne last prep. Uh, I think as they step up in distance, it'll keep improving. And wasn't too far behind your Arctic Thunder last start. Um, so I've got hit as the main danger, but certainly the step up to 2000, it will appreciate. Uh, they're the two for me. Beauty. And we're wrapping up the day with a Benchmark 88 Sprint, uh, where I'll wrap up the day with the favourite on top. Maltai returned uh, and dominated a 
uh, a good field, a decent enough field there. Meets a similar field here. Uh, cons- only concern is a heavy going, uh, but uh, I think it's got these covered again and uh, have it on top as the market suggests. Uh, you doing the same? I'm not so sure. Um, look, I think this is this is a little bit of a tricky affair. Um, Gravina goes well mm. uh, on the soft going, um, so that that certainly you know gives me. Um, some concern there to the favourite, and I think the bopper's still going pretty good. Um, yeah, you know, even less than half a length behind Rule of Law last start, and Rule of Law is just flying at the moment. And prior to that, less than a length behind Mister Mosaic, who just fought like a dogged lion there, and but won well first up. So look, I think what the bopper is. So, you know, a definite chance in this. So I'll put the bopper on, on top. Um, certainly very scared of the other two. I think any three of those can win anything outside. So that's no chance. Cool. Uh, let's get the Randwick Quaddy. Uh, I'm going to kick off with one think it over. I, I tossed up leaving out, but I'll put it in to be safe. Eight very elegant, nine Colette, ten Montefilia. Second leg, three Fangirl. Six Jamea, seven Espiona. Uh, yep, nothing down there. Third leg, five Labau, six Arctic Thunder, eight Mr. G, nine Outlandos. Yeah, I'll leave Irish eyes out. I've been wrong before. And we'll come home with three, four, and five. That would be the Bopper, Gravina, and Mautai. For Progret Racing Beaver, your best and value. Yeah, my best bet comes up in race eight, number seven, Espiona. I think he'll be bouncing back. And my value bet comes up in race six, number 11, Promise of Success. Very good. I'm going to make my best Delexo in the midway. And my value will be... Where's he gone? I'll make it Arctic Thunder in the 2,000 metre race. It can run well. Uh, run well there. Now, I don't know if you're going to even get on... In Queensland, is there anything up there? Yeah, I've got a couple for us up there. Um, race six, number two, Mirror Me. Mm-hmm. Um, good value. Uh, race seven, number eight, Jezois Bell. At the $4 mark. Mm-hmm. And uh, one after you, uh, Daggy. Race eight, number nine, maybe the best. Maybe the best. Josue Bell. And maybe the best there at wherever they're racing. Dooman. Hopefully the weather holds up there. Good punting on the weekend, guys. Fantastic day of racing all around Australia. Uh, good luck this weekend, Beaver. Good luck tomorrow. I'll see you for a, a bit of Supercoach fun tomorrow night before the races. Yes. And uh, we will talk Sounds shortly. Like uh, Looking forward to it. Good luck, guys. Catch you next week.